0: From the very beginning of human manifestation, the Holy Spirit always follows a path with humanity. The nature of this path in present period is determined by the sign of Aquarius. Consolidated structures are eroding as new cosmic forces drive mankind towards consciousness and renewal. It concerns a development that is entirely in keeping with the divine plan. This changing from a material to an etheric predominance finds its purpose in building regeneration out of degeneration. That is why all of humanity is now placed under the new radiation field and under totally different atmospheric conditions. A radiation power of a very high vibration, originating from the original human field of life, is closely linked with a cosmic revolution. This will profoundly influence the natural, moral, and spiritual behavior of humanity.
1: Hello and welcome wherever you are in the world. Today we present a contemplative reading a slower, reflective exploration of our monthly theme. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly public talks on Zoom. For more information about our events, follow the link in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers.
0: The Aquarius era offers the possibility for the liberated individual to return to the father's house. To be able to react positively to this power, humanity needs a mediator, the reborn soul. Only the spirit soul can adjust to these cosmic developments. How do I achieve soul rebirth? How can I acquire the spirit soul? The absolute human being, the microcosm, has the same inner structure as the macrocosm in accordance with the hermetic principle as above, so below. The microcosm is a universe on a reduced scale and the spirit is the invisible sun of our system. Creations emanated from this central microcosmic sun were called the heavenly man. The human being is imprisoned in the dialectical life field with only a small part of his former freedom left. A new day will place a new demand upon all of us the fulfillment of a completely new way of life. We will have to react positively to that requirement by our actions. And this relates to our light vesture. This vesture is formed from five elements. The blood, the nerve fluid, the endocrine system, the serpent fire, and the flame of the consciousness. Even in a natural state of being, each of these fluids emit its own very powerful etheric light. That is why we speak of a light vesture. The light vesture is the etheric double in the body. The material self lives by means of this double, this vital body. The life of the material atom is totally dependent on the etheric atom in the same way how the matter is dependent upon the law of vibration. But the task of the light vesture is not only to animate and maintain the material body. The true calling of the light vesture is much higher. Keeping our material body in a state of purity is important. But proper care of our light vesture is much more important. So how do we take care of our light vesture? Just think of the tensions of our times. Rational thinking is used as the final goal of everything. It is called the I am. And it is burdened with so many speculations and knowledge that it becomes impossible to elevate our light vesture. We cannot open ourselves to the light of the spirit and at the same time, cling to our social aspirations. We cannot serve two masters. With the nerve fluid in such a state, the blood is also polluted. The head sanctuary and therefore the consciousness will offer insufficient possibilities for liberating life. The functions of our head sanctuary will be completely isolated. They will crystallize into stereotyped activities, which will make impossible for light vesture to be changed in a positive way. Then the serpent fire, which controls the nervous system will not be able to lead us to liberating initiatives. Our fivefold light pressure forms one inseparable system. The quality and nature of these interacting vital fluids determine our level of vibration. They determine our general orientation with respect to life and our state of health. So the quality and nature of these vital fluids determine whether one will have liberating possibilities of transcending the ordinary animal state. The transcendence is not in any way an automatic process of development. All of us are confronted with a personal choice that cannot be made in a state of exaltation. Each one of us we'll have to make a positive decision to enter the process. If we want to connect with the new possibilities, we will have to open our heart. Only with an open, pure heart, our thinking will be fertilized by the light received by the heart. In this new state of being, the light vesture continues to carry out its task within the material body. But the light vesture is now detached set free and is drawn up through the pineal fire circle while we remain in an entirely conscious state this is described in the holy language as being in the world but no longer of the world
1: The original field of life of humanity refers to the fundamental mystery of human life. Is the human being that inhabited the original life field the same human being of flesh and blood that we know? The universal teachings tell us that the inhabitants of both abodes are totally different. Beings. Even the forces underlying their existence are opposed. These forces can be seen as instincts, and our consciousness and behavior are determined by these forces next to other influences like culture and race. The divine human being's driving force is unity of all things. It is a miniature universe, a microcosm that lives in and out of the light, which is God, Tao. It is a being gifted with the freedom of will, thinking and creation. We can consequently state that there exists the old, or lower consciousness, and there is a higher, new consciousness. The microcosm can be interpreted as a non-material sphere, similar to the magnetic field of the earth. Any magnetic field is extremely powerful in the sense that it dominates all materials, That are present in the sphere. From the fall from paradise, the divine human being decided to feed on the tree of knowledge, of good and evil. His heavenly body perished, but since it is an immortal body, it couldn't die. It withdrew in a tiny nucleus, a seed of the divine human being. When the body disappeared, the microcosm entered a lower rung of life, the world of polarities and experiences, which eventually became the world we know. In order to live and assimilate it had to adopt a substitute for the last heavenly vehicle. It now has us, mortal human beings. We experience a lot during our lives. These experiences of many incarnations are registered in the magnetic shell known as karma. But The seed of the original light body is still present at the center of the microcosm, which coincides with our human heart. We call it the ropes of the heart. So, two beings are present in our microcosm. Two consciousnesses exist, a lower and a higher. One is dominant. The other awakening and turning us into seekers. How do we awaken the new consciousness? The ego cannot attain peace, harmony, or love, but instead it is driven by the instinct for survival and identifies with the mortal personality. This keeps us engaged in struggles. So, we are both mortal and immortal. This is our fundamental existential problem. The solution is gaining a new soul, a new consciousness. Our present consciousness derives from thought and memories which creates speech and will affecting emotions Feelings and actions. These thoughts originate from karma, conditioned experiences, and society standards, culture, and religion. This self focused consciousness related to individuals, family, group, or country is focused on self interest, survival and power. At a certain point in our lives, often after a difficult experience, we question the struggle and might ask, who are we and why are we here? During this inner searching, we can be touched in the heart by the Gnostic calling ray. This creates a need to search for spiritual truth. When we are not so distracted by worldly issues or desires and are open to the gnostic calling radiation, this spiritual life penetrates the heart's spirit spark atom. Then there is an awakening from our unconscious conditioned lives. This glimmer of spiritual consciousness drives us to seek. As in the law of light attracts light, we find the right environment to continue our seeking. Through observation of thought and experience, we start to respond to this revealing light and begin to cooperate with it letting go of our head-oriented, conditioned selves. We can then give increasing space to the spirit spark in the impulse of the agnostic light, which will support us during our process towards the new unified spiritual consciousness. Why cannot the old ego evolve and connect to the higher world. If we remain enclosed within our own self, we cannot change. Therefore, we need an outside-inside force to break through the bound of the old energy field to build up a new magnetic field. Many individuals try to explore different methods, or techniques to read this goal alternatives such as meditation or yoga only give us experiences from the same level of consciousness we can get trapped in the illusion of a process of spiritual change when we identify the methods with the process this is a time of inner revolution, transformation, and transfiguration, a time to replace the old ego consciousness and to choose the source of our consciousness, the divine spirit. The new consciousness is born from the spirit spark atom.
0: This new state of consciousness, we need to change our mode of life. We need to make an effort to replace the I with the soul. State of consciousness is state of life. Insight and longing for liberation is needed and accompanied by a process of detachment. This will cause the entrance of the light into the heart sanctuary where the new soul resides. And through daily applied detachment from egosempracy, the soul will ascend. Unifying soul and spirit will awaken the new state of consciousness. How can we connect with this external force to break the bond of the old energy? The spirit-spark atom is the point of contact To this outside force, there is a need of a radical change. Our ego consciousness is controlled by our five senses, and we are trapped in a world of polarities and opposites. How can we transform our state of consciousness? We don't mean retreating from life, but our focus needs to be different. We need to acquire a deeper understanding of of who we really are, and distancing from the sensual world, we need to slow down and stop the racing of thoughts. This will bring moments of silence, time to reflect, and to become an observer of our own thoughts, feelings, emotions, and the power of our will. This inner work is necessary to know ourselves, and in full acceptance, letting go. This is a time of inner opportunities to embrace completely different states of life and consciousness, an opportunity to connect with the divine within us, the spark Adam. We mentioned that our world is characterized by time and space, and processes oscillate between two extremes, leading to the pairs of opposites. Yet, we have been given this borrowed body with wonderful abilities to accomplish our passage through this life. This vehicle represents the only opportunity to play the role we have been assigned on this earthly stage. Only The rider must take place on the back of the horse and not the opposite. Happiness and unhappiness, failure and success are mere waves of what we call living. Everything that happens touches our consciousness and the self. The reflection of the original force anchored in our being accompanies our existence and awaits it return to the forgotten kingdom that we exchanged for the adventure earth. When we focus on this material and divided world, we lose ourselves, we have reached a high level of prosperity, but the higher the level, the less happy we are. Aware of the precariousness of life, we wonder about the reason of our presence on earth. The search for truth is part of a spiritual process that pushes the human being to ask questions about the mysteries of life. In the distant past, as the original spirit, the human being separated from his creator. He descended into matter. He ends lost is divine consciousness. The feeling of unity with the whole and the understanding that he was a divine being. Today, we are so far from our original source that we believe that our existence on earth in a material body is the true life. The evolution of man is not limited to material aspects, but he has a soul the spiritual dimension. It is the soul that makes him a conscious being. Spirituality is based on the conviction that God exists as the absolute intelligence that created the universe and on the certainty that man possesses a soul emanating from God. Earth is a body that Plato calls the soul of the world. Having descended into the valley of matter, we as humans must develop the body of the soul. Man has to learn that he is mortal, to know why he is a microcosm, and to understand that every generation on this earth is only a passing domain. Human consciousness is the key because it is the instrument capable of perceiving and recording this continuous process of life, movement, and transformation. We are eternal beings, and for the time being, mortal beings with a deep desire for eternal values and perfect love. What we experience as love must be something that knows no opposites a deficiency that we circumvent with all kinds of substitutes when we have found the inner source we have found love when the law of love is fulfilled in us a breaking of all the old is necessary true love is fullness and goes far beyond human love we see that our love is limited this is why we are in this world. We live on this planet to raise our consciousness and growing in consciousness goes hand in hand with growing with love. It is anything but easy because we are always fragmented inside. Unity can only be born within the human system on the basis of the divine spark, ignited in the heart. One of the seven universal laws from the corpus Hermeticum is the law of vibration. Everything is vibration and energy. Matter is in fact solidified spirit, and spirit is of an extremely high vibration. Thoughts, feelings, and expressions of will are also vibrations. Differences in levels of consciousness are differences in levels of vibration. Pure love has a very high vibrational frequency. Do I identify with eternal becoming or do I identify with this image of myself built with memories of this world of opposites? The abandonment of this image is more difficult than it seems. On the basis of the memory of our life experiences, we constantly re-edit the story in which we play the role of the hero. We see humanity as the culmination of creation. A divine spirit tries to express itself. A Sufi thought says, the divine spirit sleeps in the rocks, awakens in the plants, begins to become conscious in the animals and reaches the highest consciousness in man. The meaning of our life is therefore to develop awareness of this divine, to realize that we are part of this creation and to recognize that the divine spirit is working in it. As the ancient Greek maxim says, know thyself. We see this extraordinary body with which we can live and see the world of our thoughts and feelings. New thoughts, new impressions come to our consciousness. But we are looking for something eternal.
1: Can we find this? By learning to probe our consciousness where all images are reflected as in a mirror. This consciousness extraordinarily deep and omnipresent penetrates the whole creation. It is a radiation of the spirit that is in everything. It is the spark of spirit in us. It is a question of knowing this true being, of becoming conscious of it in order to reach the consciousness of the spirit of the divine. There is a whole other world and it is a question of getting in touch with this world. To do this, we must turn our attention away from the outer world and towards our inner world in true silence, in great receptivity. It can be filled with this divine presence, which is light, life, and love. The sacred writings evoke the divine love. Today, physical science also touches On this subject, it shows us that in all of creation, in each atom, there is a quantum vacuum which makes us think that there is nothing, that it is empty. However, it has been discovered that this so-called vacuum is full of energy, that a creative energy exists. Which makes these tiny particles of atom, which disappear and reappear, an energy handle with an eternal return to life. As biological beings, we are residents of this Mother Earth. We are made of its elements and we breathe in its atmosphere. As spiritual beings, as microcosms, we have come from the primordial divine source, and we will return to it. Man is the bearer of the key, as well as the instrument of fulfillment. Through the inner life-giving force, he can connect with the spirit, with his renewed and immortal soul. One who follows an authentic spiritual path, realizes that his consciousness changes. In this way, the sanctuaries of the heart, of the head and of the pelvis are connected by higher energy flows and a fundamental renewal takes place. This spiritual process cannot take place on the basis of intellectual intelligence nor on emotional intelligence, but on the basis of spiritual intelligence, which renders external laws superfluous. This is possible by listening to the impulses that emanate from the divine spark. The true being manifests itself in the inner silence. Hearing this voice is only possible if the desire is awakened. We must get rid of our identification with the self and the memory of ourselves with which we identify. The belief in eternal growth is so tenacious that there must be a deep faith that drives this. The belief in development in all areas is only a misunderstood reflection of a deeper reality, a desire for soul fulfillment. This potential growth cannot be applied to the dialectical world because Continuous growth only leads to illusions. From a cosmic point of view, the growth of a new inspiration is urgently needed. It is the only way out of a dead and civilization that has reached its limits. The process of soul development requires the reduction of our personal egocentric interest. It is precisely this becoming less that is the motor of the growth of this new inner inspiration. The energy of and for this soul is that of impersonal love, a love that does not take but offers itself. The simplicity of Sincere action does not require technique. In this simplicity, there is silence and action. Silence is a zero point of desires, and it is then that the spirit can communicate itself in connection with pure inspiration. The fusion of soul and spirit Takes place in our purified consciousness in the present. Every person in whom the spark of the spirit in the center of the microcosm awakens reflects the light of the spiritual sun. And the one who is attuned to the spiritual sun, the tree of life will grow and there will be a time when it will bear fruit, so that others can feed on it. If a group follows a spiritual path together towards the world of the soul, a new field of life will be created, which will increase in power as the group progresses. It is in this regard that the term living body is referred. The Golden Rosy Cross is an inner school that accompanies those who wish to make this journey. It advocates this unity of thought that appears throughout the history of humanity, giving the possibility to make this unique, divine voice heard again.